Hey guys, welcome to episode 15 of Science Solutions and Sprinkles with Sarah Jane. I want to talk to you guys today about essential fatty acids. Now, fatty acids are something that I'm kind of a nerd about. I did my senior thesis at Cal Poly on omega-3s, so that fatty acid. But today I'm going to talk about the different fatty acids, kind of explain some differences, and kind of explain where research is going. I think this is a really interesting thing to learn about. A lot of the information I'm going to share today comes from Oregon State University's site. They have a micronutrient information center that has just a ton of in-depth information and research-backed information. And again, specifically today I'm going to cover a lot of essential fatty acids, mostly the omega-3s, maybe talk a little bit about omega-6s, at least the ones that your body can't make that you get typically from your diet. So let's dive in. So two of the most common uh, essential fatty acids, so ones that cannot be synthesized by our body, are linoleic acid, otherwise known as LA, which is an omega-6, and alpha-linolenic acid, which is ALA. And so ALA is an 18-carbon chain you find a lot in plant sources of omega-3s. So if we think about flax or maybe chia, you're gonna see a lot of the ALA. And that's one of the questions I get a lot from people when they're talking about taking an omega-3 supplement is what should I look for in my omega-3? And ALA, while it's great, it's a lot harder for your body to take a shorter chain, an 18 carbon chain, and make it into a 20 carbon chain, which would be EPA, or DHA, which would be a 22 carbon chain. So when we're taking a plant source of omega-3, not always the best because it is that linolenic acid. Still an omega-3, still really essential, again, for your body, but not as easy um, for your body to make into the longer chains, whereas the longer chains can go to the shorter chains a lot easier. On that note, the next omega-3s I'd like to mention are the EPA and DHA. So EPA stands for eicosapentaenoic acid. So I have to really get phonetic on that so that you can understand what I'm saying. But EPA, again, 20-carbon chain. Docohexanoic acid, or DHA. Again, both of those can be synthesized from ALA in the body, but there's a really low conversion efficiency. So it's really actually recommended that you get most of your dietary omega-3s as EPA and DHA, because it's a lot easier to go from longer to shorter than to go from shorter to longer. Some other um, common polyunsaturated fatty acids, you may have heard the term PUFAs, like to mention, uh, so linoleic acid, which I already mentioned is an omega-6. Then you have arachidonic acid, which is AA. Um, and those are ones that like to accumulate in our tissues. Now, the ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 is kind of an important thing that needs to be addressed because omega-6s in high amounts can promote inflammation. And we get a ton of omega-6s from our diet. And so that's why when we're supplementing, we want to be adding more omega-3s. One of my favorite stories about taking omegas is my dad was told by his doctor to take more omega-3s. Now, he went to Trader Joe's. This is before I had finished my degree in nutrition. And he went to Trader Joe's and he went and picked up an omega-3, 6, and 9 supplement and showed it to me. And, you know, the idea is, in the consumer's mind, that, oh, 3, 6, and 9, that's better than just taking omega-3s, right? Well, not the case. We actually get plenty of omega-6s from our diet. Omega-9s, plenty in our diet, but we also can synthesize it fairly easily. So 
we really want to balance that ratio of omega-3. So getting more of the longer chain, again, the EPAs and DHAs, is better. So when you're looking at the supplement shelf, look for the longer chains. Look for more EPA and DHA per serving. Um, we could get into the whole what form of supplements and everything like that, but that's not what I want to talk about today. I want to just talk about how you can increase your omega-3 consumption or what would be some of the benefits um, of increasing omega-3s. Again, omega-6s you get plenty of in your diet. So where are omega-3s or even just any type of fatty acids involved in your body? They're really involved in every cell of your body. And they are literally what makes up your cell wall. So the phospholipid bilayer, which phospho, phosphates, so, and lipids, so fats. That's what makes up every cell in your body. Now, the more fluidity your cells have, the easier things can move in and out of them. Think nutrient absorption, think water, think minerals, think all these things moving in and out of your cells. Think flexibility, but you also want some structure. So if we talk about saturated fats versus unsaturated fats, you want a good balance. There's been this idea that saturated fats are bad for us, but really, if we didn't have saturated fats, think butter, think coconut oil, things that are solid at room temperature, if your brain was made out of all unsaturated fatty acids, so think olive oil, if your brain was made out of olive oil, what would happen to it? It would drain out your ears. So having those fats that have structure, the saturated fats, the coconut oils, the butters, the animal fats, those help to provide structure to things like your brain. Your brain's a lot of fat and it needs that structure. But we also need those polyunsaturated fats in order to give the fluidity to the cell membrane. Now, talking about that, if we think about the structure of a saturated versus unsaturated fat, and this is probably a better topic for my blog, uh, so you can actually see the structures. But the idea is that a saturated fat is actually more rigid. So it's saturated with carbons, and it, it's going to have a more structured or less variable structure so it's going to lay really uniformly together now an unsaturated fat has these areas of desaturation and so they will not lay together as nicely thus why they are liquid at room temperature again that's probably a better topic for a video or for my blog and i'll explain that better but to talk about some of the benefits besides just being in every cell in your body fatty acids there's a lot of studies that look at different functions in the body so I've already covered the membrane structure and function, so cell membranes. But in your vision, so uh, DHA is in really high concentrations in your retina, and it can help with um, your retina converting light to visual images in the brain. So involved in vision, phospholipids are also involved in your nervous system. Um, we use them in um, inflammation, so it lipids are uh, a chemical messenger so eicosanoids you may have heard that if you've studied any inflammation pathways but they can help to mediate inflammation which as you may know inflammation is like the root cause of every disease um, they're also involved in gene expression so as you think of being able to move things in and out of cells now there's a lot of having to do with gene expression 
When we have fatty acid deficiencies, um, a lot of problems can pop up. So I like to think of EPA and DHA, those longer chains again, helping with basic health, right? There is no, you know, RDI, recommended dietary intake established really for these different organizations have different things to say about it. But really the more you can get, um, the better. But you're gonna see it more as we realize how important it is. You're gonna see it in infant formulas. You're gonna see it in for maternity, so maternal supplementation. Athlon Nutrition, my company, actually has a Mother's Omega. And our Mother's Omega, really anyone can take it, but we developed it so that, uh, marketed it really, so that women of reproductive age would take it. And um, you know, that's me. So. Omega-3s, essential fatty acids, really important during gestation and pregnancy, and also while breastfeeding, if you want to keep your baby from eating your brain. Um, We could talk about omega-3s like alpha-linoleic acid. Um, In relation to cardiovascular disease, there's a lot of studies going on there. There's actually a lot of studies with Alzheimer's disease, different mood disorders. Uh, They're actually using it to treat disease. They're doing dietary intervention trials for coronary heart disease. Um, There's supplementation trials for coronary heart disease. Uh, Diabetes is another thing. Um, And all sorts of inflammatory diseases. So these are all things that omega-3 supplementation can help. Um, There's studies with rheumatoid arthritis, with inflammatory bowel disease. So if you think of Crohn's or maybe ulcerative colitis, there is help by taking omega-3s again with that inflammation pathway. Asthma, which is another inflammatory reaction. Um, Different nephropathy, so things that your body's attacking, your renal glands, your body's attacking your kidneys. Um, Omega-3s can help with that. Major depression and bipolar disorder. There's a lot of studies with omega-3s and that, and Alzheimer's disease and dementia. A lot of these things can be linked to essential fatty acid, um, you lacking in essential fatty acids. I really don't think things like postpartum depression or certain forms of mood disorders are actually um, just problems with development. I think that they're really having to do with being a nutrient deficiency. And the more we can address nutrient deficiencies, the better off and healthier we're going to be. Um, So that is a whole lot of information on essential fatty acids. I hope that you learned something new today. And this has been episode 15 of Science Solutions and Sprinkles. Um, Check out my blog for more information on essential fatty acids. There will be something there. Sprinkles is the website, S-S-S. So three S's in sprinkles. And if you want to find me on social media, it's also sprinkles with three S's at the beginning. And Sarah Jane Widener on LinkedIn, Sarah Jane 007 on Instagram, Sarah Jane Rocks everywhere else. So Twitter and Snapchat and all of those fun platforms. I'd love to connect with you, get your thoughts. You can ask me your questions. Again, I'm a fatty acid nerd. If you couldn't tell by this podcast, I look forward to connecting with you. Have a wonderful day.